and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Talking practical help, practical tools, practical tips to help you or someone you know or love live occupationally and more functionally and more independently. This week we've been talking about stress and calming down and how to publicly speak. We're going to finish talking about public speaking today and then God willing we will move over to other ideas including hopefully how to do well on job interviews. So stay with us. So we were talking about, to recap, we were talking about different aspects of different things of how to speak better in public, knowing your audience, rehearsing, practicing with distractions, finding a style that works for you, knowing the environment, testing all equipment, practicing in front of a mirror, taking every opportunity to speak, practicing body language and movement, and kudos to our listener, Yose, for letting me know that I said 80% of body language is Nonverbal. I really meant 80% of speaking, 80% of interacting with people, 80% of communication is nonverbal. So sorry about that. Thank you to Yosef for that. Our listener, again, we appreciate and we take into account all different comments and the like. So feel free to keep on messaging us. And now, after that, we talked about the body language and then we talked about slowing down and making eye contact and then knowing your material. So we wanted to continue with a few more tips for public speaking. So also take long pauses. Similar to slowing things down, make a point to take long pauses. Make them longer than you even think is appropriate. It can have a great impact on emphasizing key points and emotionally connecting to the audience. If you take a break, you take a pause, you take a brief moment, then people can let sink in different things that you say and they could be able to understand it and appreciate it. Also, practice your tone and projection. Don't just eke your way through a speech using the same tone and volume. Tone and projection add a layer of entertainment and keep and help keep the audience fully engaged from start to finish. These two must be practiced religiously, regularly, and influenced with the influx in the tone and the projection. You have to be able to reach the audience and capture the audience. Those speakers that are able to speak without a microphone have really good projection, really good ability to boom their voice out and to catch everybody in the crowd, even far back. They just have that ability. So if you're able to do that, you could practice that. That's good also. Use humor and emotion. It doesn't matter what you are talking about. There's always a place for emotion or humor or both. This person here, we're talking again with the help of Inc.com. And with this author helping us, Brent Gleason, he says how he once gave a presentation about data analytics at a conference. Super boring. So this this author, this speaker, made sure to weave in plenty of humor to spice things up. Self-deprecating humor works very well for many people. I use it also myself, Mr. T here talking, not the author here. And if you're starting to get emotional, so what? Use it. The audience may not remember everything you said. But they will definitely remember how you made them feel. I also feel like using personal anecdotes, personal stories, and tying in your personal life also helps. A lot of times on the show, talk about my wife, talk about my kids, talk about my job. Different things that could weave in personal narrative, personal anecdotes, 
personal feelings and personal emotions really help to connect a story and to connect the topic and to try to reach you guys as listeners and as the audience. So too in public speaking in front of a live audience with live people and the live speaker using self-deprecating humor or using emotions or using actual stories from your life with people that you love and care about on a day-to-day-to-day basis really can help people connect with you and help them feel your talk, not just listen to your talk. Also mentally prepare. Find time during the hour before your speech for some solitude. Get your mind right. Clear your head. If it's five minutes before, just relax. The time for making sure you know the material perfectly has passed. You know, the have to, to separate. When I was in grad school and we had these big tests, especially before the big test, the big boards exam, ironically, the study book said, the night before, do not study. The day before, Try not to study so much. Study, study, study to your heart's content all the way till that day before. But that last night, it's just going to make you frazzled. It's just going to make you nervous. It's just going to make you worried. So two nights before, if I remember correctly, I jam-packed a lot of studying. I went through the book the last time, skimming through it as much as I could for hours on end. But the day before, I think my wife and I went out to eat maybe or we just relaxed, trying to get myself in the frame of frame of reference the proper frame of mind because that last time if you're going to study you're going to think you forgot something and it's not going to be good so too with the public speech you know you you practice the material until that last day but that last night that last day try not to make yourself crazy try not to make yourself go through it again and again try to relax and get yourself calm confident and happy in a relaxed state of mind so that when you go speak the next day you're all cool collected and ready to roll because you already practiced so much before that let yourself just get in the mode get in the idea and the frame of mind that you're ready to roll also exercise before you go on to publicly speak it's almost impossible to feel stress and anxiety after a good workout if you have the time exercise the closer to the speech the better it's also a good time to practice you could rehearse while running or swimming or walking brisk walking power walking also very good in order to get yourself ready to the public speak to go publicly speak and then you have the endorphins running around the body you have all the chemicals the feel good chemicals coursing through the body no better way to make yourself feel good before the speech to actually have feel good chemicals coursing through the body also project confidence the more you project confidence the more confident you're likely to feel that's like acting in until you feel it you know faking it until you're making it they say but really if you smile you can make yourself feel in a good mood if you project confidence you can really feel the confidence so get out there and own the room even if you are terrified fake it till you make it look people in the eye and command their attention also don't go over the a lot of time that's why we try so hard on the show to keep it 10 minutes or less we want to keep it as audio bursts but sometimes we go over and we try to warn you what we are going over and sometimes in the title we write it also so we try not to go over the a lot of time and with speeches, with speakers, don't go over the allotted time. When in doubt, go under the allotted time. Less is sometimes more, but never, ever go over. It's poor speaking etiquette, shows you are not prepared. It's also disrespectful of the agenda for the event, and it's also disrespectful to the people coming to the event. Their time is valuable. Don't make them take up more time than what they're supposed to be given to you to speak. And again, just practice. And lastly, ask for feedback. Most of us do not like to ask 
to ask for feedback, especially when we know the response may include some constructive criticism. Constructive criticism is, is very difficult for many people to take, especially myself, but that's something that we should get more used to, especially if you have shows or the like, or you do things in the public sphere. One of the first big events, the author that we're we're reference here, Mr. Brent did, was the Ventrepreneur Day at an Inc. 500-5000 conference. He spoke right after a guy named Simon Sinek. Really, I later asked, he later asked the editor-in-chief, Eric, what he thought. One thing he loved about this guy is that he's a straight shooter. He said, well, it just wasn't that good. It wasn't polished. So very harsh terms, very hard things to hear. Hiding the author's devastation, he accepted the advice and he was never ill-prepared again. Speaking really is a great way to connect with people, and if you need to hear the constructive criticism, hopefully it'll help you for the future. But it's such a good way to reach people, to connect with people. I always tell my wife and I tell others I would love to publicly speak in a public forum, especially if I can't see the audience and they could just see me, because it would be terrifying to see the audience. But something like a TED Talk or a Jed Talk or Pecha Kucha, one of those organizations, to be able to spread the idea of the show to many, many people is a big dream of mine, to get on the stage with one of those clickers and some slides and just being able to speak for 18 minutes or whatever they allot about it would be fantastic. It's such a way to connect with people and such a way to reach people. It's such a cool thing to do, and that's a dream for the future, but it's really a cool thing and a wonderful thing to be a part of, and it's a skill we should all master to be able to speak in public. The president of Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, you could get close to him if you publicly speak. You never know where the great speech could take you. People say that they meet very interesting people and they connect with many people and they get such cool references and resources from such a thing. So try to publicly speak whenever you can. You never know where a great speech will take you. Again, we wanted to let you know that we're trying to do the practical tips and know that speaking is a must for leaders and managers. It's a must for sales. It's a requirement for all entrepreneurs and business leaders so you can get on it. And we want to remind you again, we hope to see you at AOTA Conference. For those of you OTs listening out there, I'm going to have a tech lab talking about using technology to promote occupations. OT Talk with Mr. T is going to be live for an hour and a half in person talking about the show. Not live recording, but live in action, in person to be able to explain the show to anyone who comes to Boston for the conference this year. Join us next time as we talk about different practical tools and tips. Maybe we'll talk about job interviews here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.